What's up, Fool Podcast? What's up, Fool Podcast? Welcome to the What's Up, Fool Podcast with Felipe Esparza and my co-host of the year, Rodrigo Torres. Yeah, man. And over here with facts, Lisa Esparza. What's up, Fool? What up? You got Aaron over here looking, looking at Prince Charming over here, chilling. <laughs> Don't press the Charming. Oh, All right. <laughs> Upcoming shows, January, no, upcoming shows, tonight. But it's going to air, um, we're going to release it tomorrow, we're going to wait till Friday. Friday morning. All right. Tonight, February 1st through the 3rd. That means, um, actually. The 2nd. The 2nd. We're in Naples, Florida, Off the Hook Comedy Club. <clears throat> February 11th, Oakland, California, at the Paramount Theater, part of a big show with D. Ray Davis, Preacher Lawson. Bruce, Bruce, Fortune Fiender, February 14, Corpus Christi, Texas, at American Bank Center with Raymond Orta and Rodrigo. February 27, Lamore, California, at Tachi Casino. Only 65 tickets left. February 23rd, Las Vegas, Nevada, at Treasure Island Casino. February 24th, Rochester, Washington, at the Lucky Casino. I didn't know there was a Rochester in Washington. Lucky Eagle. Lucky Eagle. What did I say? Lucky Casino. Tickets are now on sale for my two Los Angeles shows now. March 23rd at the Noble Theater. Downtown LA because they're almost sold out. We're adding two more shows on Saturday, March 24th, 7 and 10. Tickets go on sale today, February 2nd at AXS.com. Also, um, opening up the show will be Mezcalito. East, east of the River. I'm sorry. Well, stick to the facts. <laughs> um, east of the River. Um, they're a big group, huh, Lisa? Yeah, well, it's several different rappers that work independently, but they are performing together. They're excited? Okay. Yeah, they're very group, excited. Right? Yeah. Lots more dates. <clears throat> Check out FelipeWorld.com slash tour, people. I forgot my... All things comedy bag yesterday. Last time. We'll get it today. Tell me what you're going to him now. <laughs> I want to see it right there. <laughs> the oh, door wow. was closed last week. Eh? I know, They're, man. They locked us out. The boss came. <clears throat> but I have bad news. What? They're going to give one of you a backpack and one of you a uh, suitcase. I don't fuck that. We don't want nothing now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just keep my away bag. Oh. No, we're gonna flip a coin. Rodrigo, you can have the suitcase. <laughs> they don't have suitcase. that. Hey, give me the mug. Eh? <laughs> you know what? I'll just take the fucking sticker. How about that? I'm gonna promote my bag now. <laughs> not my bags. Eh? Singular. I better not see a comedian with two of everything, man. I would be pissed. <laughs> you will, dog. <laughs> if I see a comedian from will. these podcasts with both bags, <laughs> I'm gonna take one of their bags at the airport. <laughs> So, man, Dean Del Rey, you better not have two bags. <laughs> oh, buddy, I got four, man. One for my guitar and my I'll, DJ case. I'll find when you're opening and I'll take it. Oh, yeah, man. I do after shows like Russell Peters now. I'm spinning vinyl, bro. More bullshit, more bullshit, man. Who said that? Rodrigo did. That's funny, man. You know, I'll I, I take a bag from someone who's not going to take a bag, like Feather Smith. What do I need that for, buddy? I only have one suit. It's over there at KLOS. <clears throat> yeah, with... with um. Shout out to um, Fraser Smith for having me on his show on Kellaway. How was that? It was good, bro. 
You went with the you always, rascal. You always know when Mel wrote the jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Mel Garcia, dog. He laughed like the, the joke man, bro. Oh, like Jackie the Joke Man. <laughs> you can hear it building before the jokes even finish. Hit <laughs> <laughs> up for the laugh track over here. What's up, fool? We just got back from Tucson, Arizona. Tucson was amazing. It was hot. It was just the last day, dude. The last day was hot. We were there with Murr. Well, that's what I'm saying, you know. It's you a mean br- the last day. You guys were there for less than 24 hours. Well, last night, oh. the last day in the morning was oh, real hot. Morning. Yeah, we're out oh. there on the patio, and the sun was shining on y'all hardcore. <laughs> right, I'm turning into Comanches. Yeah, man. Even the sun wanted to hit. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh man, it, it, it's funny, man. Like when we're flying, there's always like people who think they could they, they could just tell me or tell one of us where to stand and where to where to grab stuff. The stupid ass man. <laughs> like we were standing there with our bags. He tried to tell Johnny Rocky, "Could you move to the side so we could see, so I could see my bag?" You know, it, it helps expedite everything, right? And I looked at the guy and I said, "Man, would just shut up?" Oh, fucking Southwest representative. We're gonna move. We're gonna move for you, just, and we, the three of us, blocked his view. Your stupid hat. Just tell nobody to move. Fuck you. <laughs> Stop giving orders. New time, man. If you're somebody, just you're somebody. And somehow you don't like the way things are going. Don't try to give people orders if you don't fucking work for the airline. <laughs> don't tell somebody, please move. No, 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 no. You move, asshole. Man, what a fucking idiot, huh? Everybody wants to be a hall monitor, huh? I know, man. I full of like Ronald Reagan with no career. <laughs> like, you know, like little Sears get up and shit, cheap ass little hat, little stupid shorts. Carrying a big old painting. Remember that? <laughs> I know, huh? What's he got there? He has a Pollock. I think he bought a, a, a pool table, bro, for the. <laughs> You bought a pool table from the park. <laughs> you ever see those people that had a pool table? They always have the little the little painting of the dogs all playing poker. Oh man. Everybody that I know him that has that photo has no that that photo has more friends than he does. <laughs> What's up, fool? Tucson, Arizona. <clears throat> we got picked up by a guy named Duke. Duke of Earl. Big old Mexican named Duke. Yeah, named after Duke Snyder, right? Yeah, because his, his father used to go to the Dodger games, bro, and watch a batting practice. Hell yeah, man. Don't sell Oxycontin in Arizona because each pill is a year in jail. Damn. <laughs> That's funny, man. This driver, when, when, when we get picked up at places, this is the way every driver from every comedy club should act. Yeah, but this guy worked for the casino. As soon as he picked us up, he said, you guys need to go anywhere. Walgreen, pick up a toothbrush, pick up um, deodorant. No? Okay. If you need to pick up a toothbrush after I leave, Call me. I'll go get it, and I'll bring it to you guys. If you guys need anything, a broken hooker, anything. I mean, if you, but by some reason you need condoms after the show, let me know ahead of time. I'll go get them and bring them back. This guy was on it, man. Not like that pussy ass fool from the fucking Denver Improv. I got a date, guys. I got a date with a girl. Okay, I, I can't take you to the store. I okay? can't even take her to the gas station to pick up a soda on the way to our hotel room. We have to go to Taco goes, Bell. I, I go. I have a. I have a date. And we thought this guy was gay all week. <laughs> and he knew that we thought he was gay all week. Because as soon as he said, I have a date, I said, there you go. <laughs> and he looked at us and said, it's a guy, it's a, it's a woman, guys. It's a, it's a girl, guys, okay? I've known her for a long time. Let me tell you, man. Anybody that has to tell me that it's a woman, it's not a woman. First of all, this guy was talking about, like, Dylan Garcia, that he was God. <laughs> He's the next one, guys. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm bringing him back twice. Of course you are. We have a crush on him, bro. <laughs> Of course you bring them back. You bring them back for less. 
slashing prices. I went when like when I get somewhere and then the the owner or somebody tried to bring up another Latino comedian or any other comedian that was there, and they're not they're not like at the same level. Like this guy got a hundred people to show up for free though. Hell yeah, he's been grinding for six months. Grinding hard. What's up, fool? Almost broke the speaker on this. <laughs> so that crack. Yeah, man. So how you been, man? I'm good. I seen you yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, uh, you guys watch the Grammys or no? Hell no. <laughs> Neither did I. So, I, 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 read some, I was listening that Hillary went up there and spoke. She was reading that book you got, fool. I don't understand, bro. What does that got to do with the Grammys? How is that going to help anything, dog? Let it go, bro. Let it go, man. You lost. <laughs> yeah. She, he didn't win the popular vote, but he won the vote that counts. The electoral. <laughs> Let it go. I mean, if, I don't know. It just makes everybody look bad. Iron Fury over here. I know everybody was dressed up like, like um, I think they were wearing white. white. Um, the roses came in the packets, no? For what? I don't know, sexual assault, misconduct, all that stuff, right? Yeah, the same thing as the team Time's Up uh, Me Too. movement or Me Too movement that they were doing for the SAG Awards or whatever, the Golden Globes. For that full bomb, dog, the Who? host. Who was the host? James, James Corden. Corbin. Oh, he bombed everywhere, dude. That guy's not funny. <laughs> well, dude, there's a big old article of 115 ways that James Corbin is not funny. Wow. From oh, Britain. Really? From Britain, there was a tweet, and I opened it up, but I forgot who posted it up. But it's all, all the way from Britain to L.A. to this show. Yeah, like, somebody, dude, like, somebody at CBS needs to read that. He yeah, is not man. funny. But he's white and he's British, so he's safe. Opened up with a Weinstein joke. Yeah. What a genius, you know? Is he, is he, was he a stand-up comedian in London or whatever, somewhere? I don't know. No, no look at his head turning. Suppose he's just a personality, right? An actor? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't write that monologue. So oh, I know that he, he, he was on some show. That was a, that's on Amazon. That that um before his show with another fool, right? Another, another British fool, fool yeah, yeah. But I haven't seen it. Yeah, yeah man. You, you watched that show, Little Britain? Oh, it's funny, dude. It's <laughs> funny, dude. I love that fat, weird fool. <laughs> I couldn't no get into it. I gotta okay. give yeah. that guy's hilarious. I gotta get into him it. and the chubby girl from that singing Rebel Wilson. Yeah. yeah is that a classic good. British Br- British show from like the eighties, or is it pretty current? No, it's current. It's current, okay. man. She would have been 100 now. <laughs> Jerry's all into it, dude. I watched one episode. The I guy looks like him, bro. <laughs> I like the Inbetweeners. Is that coming oh, back? Oh, yeah. Inbetweeners. Really no, not coming show. back. Inbetweeners is fun. British, too? Yeah, yeah, dude. Who's in that? Nobody oh. you know. It's hilarious. What's it's it about, fool? A bunch of horny ass teenagers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these boys. Is it an all boys school they go to? No, it's all so mixed school. Yeah. But they're in like um, <clears throat> high school. And then they go into college. And then there's one young dude that, damn, like dude, that, that fool came from a private school, like a real richie private yeah. school to go to that little private his family, public school. But his family lost their money, right? Or something like that? Yeah, their, their family lost their money. And um, so I, I guess he has to go to that. So that fool dresses up all like a little insurance. Like he's going to prep school with a little And they start banging on him jacket. right away, dog. Yeah. And then when his mom <laughs> drops him off, everybody tries to be his friend because his mom is hot. Yeah. <laughs> So every time they say bye, they always say bye, Miss Jones. <laughs> funny, man. So it's a bunch of it's like a bunch of kids trying to get laid in high yeah, school. Yeah, it's trying to get. Okay. It's like a Porky's, but English. But it's a series of like four seasons or mm-hmm. something, right? BBC or what? Hilarious, but not as good as Black Mirror. Have you got into that? I haven't even seen it. Yet. <laughs> oh, you know man. what I did see though? The Polka King. Is it funny? It's hilarious, dog. I am Polka King. Can't believe he milked him out of five million, dog. I think I could do that too right now. <laughs> I think I could still like. I think if I were to start a Ponzi scheme, 
with my fans, they all give me $5,000 <laughs> each. <laughs> like if I tell them, listen, man, <sighs> if I tell my fans, listen, man, I'm going to start producing half-hour specials with the hottest Latino comedians and up-and-coming comedians in, in America. What I need is $5,000 from 1,000 people. And then with that money, we're, we're going to produce six specials, and we're going to sell them to HBO, and I'm going to triple your money. As investors and producers? Yes. And your name will be on the credits, and you'll get a free DVD. You'll be at the taping. Kind of like an e-fund-me, but not really. It's exactly like an e-fund-me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's it's like, like Kickstarter used to be, like when they were trying to do it for a certain project. It's That's, like a Ponzi scheme now. Well, it's not a Ponzi scheme unless you're promising, you're guaranteeing returns, for one. That's where and it's fraudulent, And you're paying right? off like, investors, new investors. I'm sorry, older investors with new investors' money. That's the Ponzi scheme. The guy from um, the guy from Scrubs, he had a he fund me for a, for a movie, bro. He was asking for a lot of money. He promised a lot of stuff. This motherfucker got the money, and he even sent the free shit to people. People were complaining. I didn't even get my fucking free shirt. I sent you a hundred dollars. I didn't get my fucking button. I sent you twenty bucks. And I, and that I don't think was a scam. I think that it was sloppy, sloppy, you know, done in a sloppy manner. They didn't. Follow through. No planning. No, no planning on how they were going to get these things out to people for the donations. You, you know, one thing that made me laugh in the Poker King though was his mother-in-law hated the hell out of his ass. <laughs> but when those old people came over there and talked shit about him, she threw all her food at him because she's all a twelve percent return. You know, you can't get that from the bank. It's only two. You greedy motherfuckers. Yeah, so that was hilarious. Yeah, like when anybody's promising that level of return. It's made off return. Yeah, promises. You can't right? be. It's unheard of. How you doing? And then when um, his, um, the whole time his best friend was fooling around with that chick, well, the his, mom. Uh, the mom, dude. I was like, ugh, he's I gross, know. dude. They're both gross. Uh, <laughs> she was like eight, almost 80, right? Uh, but, dude. man, he, he, he sweats to the 80 degrees. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Dude. He was a sweaty-ass fool. Hey, did you see him how he was grabbing those feet? <laughs> I could not. I, I couldn't see him no more. I couldn't see that guy being romantic after he sweated that much. <laughs> he sweated, dude. Oh, dude. dude the he, this fool sweated through a suit. <laughs> like Soraco, bro. Oh, the back the was back. There. That's funny. Yeah, man. So, what's up, fool? What we're talking about, man? Ponzi schemes. What's up? People getting fired, bro. Who got fired? Everybody, bro. This week or yesterday or today? Everybody, bro. Like the way people get fired now, the people the people that don't just get fired like before, like they don't just bring you into the room and go, You're fired now, nah, man. How do they do it now? Well, it's different, bro. Like in I know that in radio they just change the keys on your ass. Oh yeah, it doesn't work anymore? Uh no, they still do that. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes when our fob doesn't work, we're like, uh oh, uh oh, are we good? We good? They <laughs> call HR real quick. What's up? Fool, we got Ceci Valencia, Cece the Mamacita from hey. K Day and Part 106. Yes. Two stations, right? Yeah, two stations right yeah, now. Yeah, because we're like, my wife, she used to work at a at a corporate office, you know, and right. and I was just talking ta- talking about how before they would just bring you into the room and fire you. But now that the, the when, you're, when you're a corporation, it's different because the boss doesn't really have to go there and be a bad guy now. They hire in a group 
of executives who are professional firers. Consultants. <laughs> right, Lisa, your job happened at that, right? Consult Tell us what happened. Consultants. Well, no, they just bring in consultants to kind of see what, like everybody's, job, what everybody's jobs are and uh, who's, you know, how they can make things more efficient. That's how they first So what do you do with Part 106? <laughs> I drive the van and pass off stickers. Fired. <laughs> I figure out that you're sometimes, worthless. Th sometimes that happens, though. <laughs> how much yeah. you get paid? Um, nothing. It's not just radio. Any sort of corporation like that where they're trying to save money or they're merging and there's but extra I know that jobs. Radio is the yes. most heartbroken one. Because I've heard that the keys don't work. That's fucked up. Same it is. It, it's, Why does that it's, work? It's really cutthroat because here's the thing that makes it so cutthroat is you never see it coming. That's the one thing about radio. Like, they can say, hey, how are you? You went to lunch with them the day before. Everything was good. And then all of a sudden, the key card doesn't work the next day. Yeah. Wow. Corporate America's cold as hell. It is. It is. But it is what it is. You know? Right? And they don't even tell you these things. Like, one, I don't know that. I don't know if it was um, a station here in California, or maybe it was. Or another station in Arizona where they didn't tell no one, bro. On the whole the, station? And the morning guy, the afternoon guy, the night guy. Once the night shift guy left, everything went to Chinese. Are you serious? Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah, it went from a rock station to to <laughs> Chinese. <laughs> and the, the, some Chinese people came in, bought all the stations, and changed the, the country station to Paisa station, and changed the, um, the sports to all news. Boom, bro. They had it all planned out. New DJs, new personalities. It happens. I I was, uh, when I did uh, radio at Wild, uh, we got bought out Wild by 94? Wild 96.1. Actually, we sold to La Que Buena. La Buena. And it, and it flipped formats. And so they came and, and pulled us all in a meeting on thir on a Thursday. And so we, we were like, okay, when's the last day for us to be so we can tell the listeners, like, give us our last day. And they're like, oh, no, no, no. Your last day was yesterday. <laughs> yeah, and that's just what it was. Yeah. Okay, Don Cheto fired you in. <laughs> right? <laughs> Did he wear a new costume? <laughs> a different hat on. Yeah, your last day was yesterday. And everybody's like, what? My last day was yesterday? We didn't even know. Yeah. So you're from Compton? Uh, my family's from Compton. Yeah, I was born in up? Martin Luther King Hospital. Damn, Killer King. King. A lot of people know it as Killer King. Uh, we moved around a lot, South LA. So Were my... you living in MLK when it was Santa Barbara? No, 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 no. When I was a little kid, man, yeah. Martin Luther King Boulevard used to be Santa Barbara Boulevard. Oh, wow. No, oh, no, no, no. Like Santa, yeah, they, as yeah. Soon as they changed Santa Barbara to Martin Luther King, and then they, stand, they changed Brooklyn to Cesar Chavez. I was living in Linwood when the 105 wasn't there, though. Remember that? Yes. And then, yeah, the 105 wasn't there, and then all of a sudden it was like this room, and we're like, what? Yeah, so my family moved around a lot. Yeah, that changed everything right there, man. There used to be a lot of traffic on Imperial to get to the fucking airport. We used to do our... um. My back-to-school shopping at Compton Indoor Swap Meet. I loved it. That's a popular one, right? Yeah. Very, really, really popular. Right next to Tams. It was, like, down the street from Tams off of Long Beach Boulevard. But uh, I've lived everywhere from, like, Watts to Compton to Linwood, Southgate. We moved around a lot. So I'd like to say kind of, like, South L.A. is my home. What, what, did, what made you want to be a, a, a DJ or, or get into that kind no, of No, I had no I, I didn't want to do it. Um you know, I was doing TV. Um, I was hosting a show Where? on LA TV, and LA TV at the time was like an MTV for Latinos. You know, we yeah, had I remember mix the, LA the TV. Max, LA TV Live uh, for Bundy. Yes, right there. I was doing and American I, Latino, right? Um, well, they're doing no. it now there, but no, yeah. it's not. Be, not back in the day, no, like 15 years ago. It was Latino one, Latino one hundred and one. Yeah, Trisha Cruz, yeah. Paul Salcido, back in the day, and um, I said something about being from the IE on one of my segments, and I. Caught the ear of a program director out there in the IE, and they hired me over the phone. Oh, cool. Yeah, it was actually kind of cool. And fast forward, this year's my 16th year now on radio. Wow. Yeah. 
it's crazy because the first three weeks I was like, oh, I could do this. And then I was like, oh, I don't like this. This sucks. <laughs> and I went in and I gave them my uh, my letter of resignation. And I said, thank you. I appreciate it. I'm going to go ahead and concentrate on LATV. You know, thank you for the opportunity. And they're like, no, wait a minute. They're like, we think you got something there. Try it out for six months. And if six months you don't like it, then give us your letter of resignation. 16 years later, here I am. You That's crazy. They uh, get- major raise. <laughs> They gave you a lot of leeway there. Not many people get no, that. No, they no. Pa- you passed on the opportunity and they still they gave still you that. Yeah, they still wanted Welcome me in. Welcome back. Wow. And they didn't want to let me go, which is kind of cool because now, like, I, I love it. Um, it's been 16 years and I work on K-Day and Power and it's just crazy. Two legendary stations, you know, here in Los Angeles. You started on K-Day or, or Power? I, ca- I started on K-Day. Love K-Day. K-Day was my dream job. It's always been my dream job as a radio personality. Growing up in L.A., I grew up on the NWAs and the Ice Cubes and the Dr. Dre's and the Pox. Uncle Jam's Army. Hey, man, you already know. And so I loved it. But uh, this year, well, a little bit of last year, the end of last year and this year, they started playing with me on, you know, hey, let's have you fill in on Power. And that's what I'm doing right now. So I'm doing the cruise show on Power 106. How did, um, <clears throat> what happened? What, how did Power and K-Day get together? Uh, we're owned by a company called uh, Morello, Morello it's been, Media. It's always been owned by the same people. No, no, we uh, we Katie was owned is owned by Morello Media, and I want to say like maybe in the beginning of last year, it was uh, rumors that Power was up for sale, mm-hmm. and so um, our company ended up purchasing Power, and they decided to move us all in the same building, and that's where it went from there. And it's been good because now you have an old school iconic station, which K-Day was the first radio station in the world before any other radio station in the world. So we have like the other stations because of K-Day. So you have an iconic legendary station as K-Day. Then you've got an iconic L.A. station like Power 106. So it was it's a good look. K-Day was the first station to wear in hip hop? or In hip hop. In hip hop, right? General. They were on AM. AM, 1580 AM. 1580 AM. That was when um, that guy used to come <laughs> out and do the sports switch reels. <laughs> the Lakers be the game and switch reels. I didn't know what switch reels was. So we had a guy here to explain the it to me. Switch reels? I didn't yes, even know that. Analog. I don't know yeah. shit about radio. Thank so, God I didn't have that came before my time, but my, I just my still brother, understand it. My brother Angel, he, he used to love when the guy said switch reels. <laughs> my brother was talk, talking to go switch reels. They didn't know what the fuck he was the saying. Scenes. Yeah. Yeah. Cool That's like that hardcore radio back in the yeah, because I know that on on power on on power on um, Howard Stern, um, they use carts. What, 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 what does yeah. she say when she reads? When she reads the news? Oh well, she says like B nine or yeah, whatever. B9. It's coded, but they're using they used to use old carts. But when she talks, she says um, la 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 la, la B nine. Yeah, yeah. Is that because she's reading it or they're going to play it? She's telling somebody to play it. Or... It's probably like a key. Yeah, and they've it's already, a cue. Yeah, it's they've already pulled them. them. Yeah. yeah. That stuff you got to learn when you get there or just know? No, you can learn. You know what? I say you learn when you get there because every station uh, uses different products and, and uh, just different uh, equipment. So when we went from K-Day and we moved into the same building as Power... We adapted their program, but we didn't use that at KD. So they had to do a whole training for all KD people to get used to the new equipment. So it's just different for different stations. So uh, the board, that's something you learn on your own? No. Well, it's you something you it should though? be trained. I am I am the best at Full, the board. I love I, it. I ain't going to lie. When I saw you, I think we, we, you and I, we did something when I was promoting my HBO special. And I saw you like cutting that shit fast. Like, I'll, I'll take care about this. And you just... <laughs> Yeah, I do my over. own. I do all my own. That events. shit, it, it takes skills, man. Thank I don't you. know how you do that shit. I don't even know how anybody do it because I know that when Big Dog went to Kiss FM in Sacramento, he did not want to learn how to do that shit. Be an engineer, bro. 
Yeah, you, you know what? There's some learn. people that want engineers, but I'm good. I want to do my own. I, I want to work my own board. I want to do my own edits. Like, I know what the on. sound, yeah, what the sound is in my head, what I want it to be like already. So I love doing my own board work. I don't, I don't know. I can't. I can't trust anybody else to help me run my show or to really depend on them too much. You know, I, <laughs> shout out to the engineer. I feel bad. <laughs> I get it. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just such a hands on oh, person. Do I can't do what Aaron's doing, man. See, and I would want to sit there and be like, let me see what you're doing. Like, I, I love all that. He sits for eight hours. Can I listen to eight podcasts a day. Oh, he's a savage. We're, we're, his favorite, we're, we're his favorite, though. I'm sending texts. Yeah. They're your favorite? They're, he's thumb, thumbing up? Thumbing up, thumbing up. There oh, yeah. we go. Yes. So that's what you do? That's something that you always wanted to do, just because I know you grew up with you grew up with Snoop Dogg and them. Well, I grew up listening to Snoop Dogg. Uh, my boyfriend actually works for Snoop, what so up? we're around a lot. But Where's that weed at? <laughs> it's right there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we're allowed to say that. <laughs> okay, all right, cool. Uh, no, I, I grew up listening to all of them, and and I work with them closely. Uh, you know, I can I can sit there. I'm in a movie coming out with uh, Trady from the East Siders and Mike Epps. I just did. I'm, I'm a hologram. It's really kind of. What's cool. the name of the movie? Uh, I don't know if I'm supposed to say right now. I can't say too much about it, but it is coming Mike out. Mike Epps is okay, bro. Tell us. <laughs> it's all good, babe. <laughs> <laughs> we work with just, Mike. Just Epps. make sure you guys check it out. Uh, <laughs> it's coming out soon. It it is. Uh, it's a it's a short film, it's but Mike TC. Epps is hella funny in it. Oh my god, he's so great. He's funny. Yeah. So the fact that did you meet I, his manager TC? No, no, no. I didn't. I didn't. I, I actually got called in through Trady from the East Siders, who's a really good friend of mine. Uh, me and his wife are good friends as well. But the fact that I grew up to these people and I was listening to the music. I'm very West Coast. I love Cali. I don't want to go anywhere else. And now I get to call them friends is really awesome for me. But it just attests to like the passion that I have for that culture. How did you get the movie, the hologram role? He just called me. That's yeah, I was just called and was like, CC, I need you to do me a solid. And I was like, I got you. Let's do it. And they sent me the script. I got the script, read over it, and went in there and killed it. My apps know you? Um, knows probably of me, you know what mm. I mean, through interviews. I'm not as close with Mike Epps as I am with Trady. Oh, that's tight, I got the man. call from Trady. Those are the best gigs, man, when you're out, you're out to audition and somebody knows your work, go, you know what, call Ceci. That's how I get most of my work. Is it really? You yeah, just pick up the phone and you're like, hey. No, people pick, pick up the phone and call me. <laughs> and be like, listen, Philippe, we need you real we quick. We need you, bro. We need, a, we, need a, we need a guy who looks like a maintenance guy. <laughs> and today I want to go read for a maintenance guy, like a handyman for a, for a show on Netflix. I could say it, you know, because I might not get it. <laughs> <laughs> so who cares? It's, it's um it's for Run DMC. Run. Yeah, it's a project for Run. And oh guys, man, that's yeah. so dope. So I, get to, I get to play a, the handyman, and um, when I get there, everybody there looks like a fucking handyman, bro. <laughs> but I'm the only one that looks like an incompetent one. And that's what the one, and that's what they wanted. <laughs> I hope you get it. I hope you get it. Because, man, whatever we were talking about, I had to look it up. Like, I didn't know what grout work was, bro. I know what grout work is. You I see, I had to look it up. Yes. I had no idea. So when, when, I, when I kept reading it on over, I, kept, I didn't know what it was. Then I realized what it was. Oh, okay. I wouldn't want to do that Little shit. Tiles, you got to put the dividers. I didn't know that yeah, shit. See, I know all that. A little I know how to charge water. I, I made water damages. <laughs> I ungrout. So you, you, grew right? up, you grew up in L.A., graduated from here? Yeah, I graduated from Poly High School. in Poly? Yes. Um, you What's, know what? My mom had to move outside of L.A. because at some point she was a single parent. 
we just started, you know, she had two girls. We started being bad. We started How sneaking bad? out. You were gang banging? We were sne- I wasn't gang banging, <laughs> but I was, we were sneaking out. Sniffing and glue. You know what I'm saying? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> She's trying to go to like all like the rave parties and stuff. Um, she ended up moving I was rebel. to so, Riverside. So you're a bear then? Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm a poly bear. I graduated though. That was dope. Oh, yeah. I'm Nordavista. Get us Oh, okay. Okay, all right. Nordavista. I don't have no problems with Nordavista. We're good. <laughs> no, but I ended up doing that. And then um, I had been doing radio all the way from Wild, you know, from the IE to Vegas to now uh, LA. And, um, you know, I even worked with Jennifer Lopez. That was awesome. Doing the collective on Nouveau TV. So I loved the fact that I got to do that. And then I voiced, I did play a gangbanger in uh, Grand Theft Auto Five. I was a gangbanger. <laughs> in the yeah. computer game? From the Yeah, from the family's gang. I was from the family's gang. Awesome. My son plays that. Oh, well, he's probably heard me say, move out the way, motherfucker. <laughs> Set it up. I'll have to point it out to him. Oh, let him That's know. my girl, CZ. He, he's a big fan of anybody on that, on that, card, on that game. Yeah, <gasps> Stephen Ogg is on that, and he loves that guy. <laughs> oh, man, that's crazy. That's funny. It's Did cool you get though. to write on the show or just be a voiceover? Um, no, 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 no. I was just a voiceover. What they do is um, they don't tell you which game to. They don't. It's, we, I didn't go in there knowing it was for Grand Theft Auto V. I knew it was for a particular game, but they were real hush-hush about it. And they give you a picture of the character, and then they give you the lines so you can kind of get in character. But it was funny because the character was a black gangbanger, like a black girl was a gangbanger with cornrows. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you good? They're like, you sure? And they're like, can you do it? I was like, I can do it. Let's do it. And they're like, all right. So I went in and, and nailed it. And then I knew the, the way I was reading. I was like, I think this might be Grand Theft Auto. I think this might be Grand Theft Auto. And then it comes out and it was. It was so dope. Yeah. I remember, um, I think of DJ Pooh was um, doing an interview. I don't know if it was on Power. In the morning, he was talking about Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. San Andreas. And he wrote on it. He oh, wrote man. the storylines story for lines. all the. Who's dope, though? I mean, I was like, what? Here's yeah. a guy who wrote Friday with Ice Cube, and after Friday liked him so much that he was writing Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. He wrote the, all the lines for all the gangsters. Oh, man. The, the ones that were in green. Yeah. yeah, that's dope. I love DJ Pooh, though. I would love to know? get a job like that, man. Felipe, go write funny lines for this character. Okay, what, what you want to say? <laughs> who would you love to write for, though? Anybody, man. <laughs> who, would, who, would, who would be great, though? Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll write lines for criminals. You piece of shit. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be a bystander. You're nothing out of that way. Oh my god. I will play. Man, I'm not good at Grand Theft Auto. (laughs) Only the bison version or what? (laughs) Two two minutes in, bro. I become a serial killer on that show. (laughs) On that on that game, like I get tired. I don't want to ride a car. I get in my car and I start fucking shooting random people. I go on a killing spree. And if you go on a killing spree on Grand Theft Auto, right, you start getting a red light. Like, people start noticing. Anyway, so you, you kill 10 people, the whole world after your ass, dog. So I'm, so I'm a fugitive. So, man, I'm like, I'm, I'm like getting away from them. Helicopters are chasing me. The police are chasing me. I get on a boat. The fucking Coast Guards are chasing me. <laughs> wow. Then I just drown, bro. Damn. Your true nature comes out in the video game, <laughs> right? You want to be you want to be the killer instead. I wish my wife was in it though. <laughs> You're like Harrison Ford and Fugitive in the future. You guys are so crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I love it though. I love it. Rodrigo has a Facebook DJ. Do you have a chance? Are <laughs> oh, you're you're a D, are you a DJ? No, no, oh, no. Okay, no, you're not no, a DJ. No. Hell no. No. 
Yeah, you know, everybody and their mom's a DJ these days. Oh, you know? yeah. All of a sudden, everybody's into vinyl, huh? All you got to do is, yeah, now everybody's into vinyl. It's so crazy. But before, it was like, just buy a laptop and you're a DJ. Oh, totally. Yeah, at that point. No, everybody's a DJ, man. Bro, if you ever need music, bro. Holler at me. How many times you get hit up? Hey, bro, Sassy, if you know anybody that wants to buy some beats. <laughs> Hey, I know people that lease out their beats. <laughs> what? Yes. Is that how it works now? Yeah, they lease out. Like, if you, you got a beat and maybe somebody's like, hey, dog, like, I only got, like, 150. All right, I'm going to lease this out to you so you can use it. But I'm going to lease it out to, like, five other different people, too. Like, people do that now. It's crazy. They're franchising, dog. They're I, leasing I know, out their beats. I, I know people who lease out their jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody getting paid, though. I knew a comedian that would pay another comedian for the weekend to do the jokes. Oh, yeah. At least he was honest, though, right? I keep my pets on one side now. Oh man! So, um, what were the? Did you? What was one of the most memorable interviews you had besides Felipe Esparza? Oh, you were the most memorable. You were the most down to earth. You're the were one you, that were, we all love. Well, you were like, when you're sitting down and you said, "Man, you were captivated by saying, you know what? This is why I do in radio to interview people like this, like you." Yes. Inspirational. You know, the one thing that I do love about you that we still talk about to this day is that you had said something during the interview where I think you said you mentioned where you paid for your own catering and you had like your credits roll up and it was you. And it was so dope because it was such a real moment where we're like, man, we've all done that at some point in our lives with our projects. But you were, you know, you came out and you're forthcoming with it. Yeah, man. And I, and I like, I got excited. Look at Felipe's part of the catering. Do you, but you were in the show. I know, but still. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, you know what? Going back to that, I, I've interviewed a lot of people. I was one of the first people to interview Chris Brown. And I remember when he first came in, he was young, like 14. He punched you, huh? Uh, no, uh, no. He's a sweetheart. Yeah. He had an umbrella, huh? No, he was 14. 14? <laughs> yeah, Little. Yeah. And I remember he came with his mom, and the program director at the time was like, Cece, I really need you to do me this favor. His record rep is a friend of mine. Just please interview this kid. His name is Chris Brown. He's new. And I was so mad. And I was like, why did they give me all these up and coming nobody's ever heard of? Like, I want the solid ones. Like you. And I was pointing to the afternoon radio person. I'm like, you give him all the good interviews. You're giving me all, you know what I mean, the new ones. I interviewed him, did my thing. And then like two weeks later, I'm seeing him on MTV. And I'm like, hey. You broke him. I was like, that's the kid that I just interviewed two weeks ago. And then it was Chris Brown. It's just crazy when things like that happen. Um, Jennifer Lopez, when I started working for her, she actually heard me on the radio. I was on a Latino at the time, and I was arguing with my co-host named Tattoo. And uh, Tattoo, I know him. I slept with Shag, right? Yeah, uh huh. It's not there no more. He got it removed. Yeah, but um, yeah, me and him were arguing, and she heard she heard me, and she told her personal assistant, um, "Find out who that girl is, and I need a girl like that on my on my team." I need her to cuss out Mark Anthony for me. <laughs> and I ended up working there. You know what I mean for a while, and it was dope, and I loved it. And so little moments like that are are so real. And I think what makes it worthwhile is not really interviewing the celebrities per se. What makes my job worthwhile is when I meet listeners. And I hear listeners saying, man, you changed my life. Or, man, I listen to you every single morning. Or what you said really touched me. That's what makes this worth doing. Wow, man. That's good you inspire people like that. Because I inspire people to go shoot themselves. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> Grab that bottle, dog. I, I inspire people to leave their their boyfriends after 18 years. <laughs> They're writing suicide letters. What the I, hell? Like, oh, my God. I do a joke where I Closure. say, how many boyfriend and girlfriend are here? And then somebody goes, me, how many years? 12, fuck. You ain't the one, bitch. Oh, man. Right? Everybody starts clean. Well, I did that joke last year and, um, at the Novo Theater. I'm there March 23rd. And, um, <laughs> Shameless plug. No there, was a woman, there was a woman that had been married, a boyfriend and girlfriend with a guy 17 years. And I kept ragging on him. Bro, how come you don't marry her? 
Long story short, he hits me up two weeks ago. What Felipe, happened? bro, I had an awesome <laughs> time on your show, man. Man. You, I was the guy you were making fun of for being married, boyfriend and girlfriend 17 years. Guess what, eh? I guess that, that show was a wake-up call for my lady, eh? Because she left me two weeks later. <gasps> Laugh oh out my. loud, eh? Wasting but my I time. still had a good time, eh? <laughs> Are you serious? Serious. Damn. Breakups happen at the Felipe Sparza show. <laughs> yeah. At the, what you call, at the, at the, um, at the, um, the last show I did, I ran into a couple. I was going to my room. I said, hello. This lady, she looked like uh, Miley Cyrus at 40. Oh, Lord. And she had the same <laughs> hair, too. And she was there with a dark fool, a Mexican fool like me, crazy fool, named Ray. I won't say her name. And um, <laughs> we're doing meet and greet. He goes, hey, bro, you want to get Locote homes? He goes, oh, all right. You want to get crazy homes? And then, um, no, I'm good. The next morning, we're at the buffet, and I run into her. The girl. Uh-huh. And she goes, what happened? Where's your husband? Um, and she's a white girl. But the way she said it made, made it sound so real. <clears throat> she said, what happened? Like, oh, my husband, he cussed out this madre <laughs> at the casino. <laughs> and he cussed another this madre in the hotel room. <laughs> we haven't seen him. Oh, damn. So we're going to leave now, and hopefully he'll make it back home. Damn, she's gonna leave her husband like that out there. Well, how, what are you gonna do? He, 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 you can't find him. Oh yeah, it's he's gone. He took up with the car. He went to go get. He went to go do what he said he was gonna do. Get locote. Oh man, locote. I mean, this guy must be up somewhere, man. He probably got to a fight with a cactus. <laughs> it's not her he's first crazy, rodeo, right? He probably was having sex with a javelina. <laughs> 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 That's too much. You ever get those stories from people? Oh, man, you inspired me <laughs> to get a job. Eh? You know what? I do. I get those ones that are, well, no, you just keep me going. Thank you. Uh, you get me through the morning. Uh, you know, yeah, I do. A lot of, I get those a lot. You get me through the morning. So People want to laugh in the morning, man. I think we have, like, the best job, <coughs> really, ever, because... We don't have to be so serious. Nope. You know, the, the world is such a serious place right now, and it is a hurting world, but we get to make people laugh. We get to have fun. We get we have the fun side of the entertainment, so I think it is a blessing. Morning is the fun side. It uh, is. Morning very... radio, because afternoon is different. From, like, morning radio, everybody, like, like you got to be on. Give us a personation of you being bummed out from the house. You know, there was no more weed, I guess. No. <laughs> That's never the problem for you, I guess. But still, it's a problem for us. No, but, you know, whatever. There was, there was like a drama or, but in the morning, you can't show that, huh? No, no, no. You there's been wake up, huh? Yeah, there's How do been, you do it? Like, whoa! No, I don't know how I do it. I can't explain it. Like, everybody is like, Cece, you wake up like that. And I'm like, I don't know what it is. I just have it. I don't need to drink coffee. I drink decaf. Crazy. Because and they're funny because everybody's like, you drink decaf, and I'm like, oh my god, you see the energy I have. If I had caffeine, I'd be through the roof. So I don't know. I just have this energy, and I'm literally up. But I also wake up at three o'clock in the morning, and I'm ready to perform by six. So Early I've already birdie. had, yeah, I have a couple hours already to get it in. You know what I mean? By the, oh wow! No, pause. Oh no no! I say by the time you get home, you start kicking shit and all pissed on. Huh? <laughs> No, I don't, Humpy. Look at he's like, uh, ah, I, no, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. I'm actually kind of cool. Like, I, it's it's okay. I'm the only time you see me where if if I'm kind of quiet and I get grouchy, I get quiet. 
Okay. I'll get quiet, and then you'll say, you'll notice something's wrong because I'm not talking as much. But, <laughs> no, yeah. I, I, I have a lot of energy. It's really freaking crazy. I don't get it. Wow, man. I don't know. I don't know what it is to not have it. I don't. <laughs> when I see people struggling, I'm like, where? Why? Because it, I don't. I don't know. I just don't struggle. I just I'm... pictured it three o'clock <laughs> to get up to be there at six. Well, I would take two hours I to get up ready. at five, bro. <laughs> yeah, so but I... morning guy, morning radio guys, you know, with lagañas, bro. Oh, dude, salada right here and shit. See, and, a woman you know... is different now, man. And not even that, but you got to think, Felipe, there's cameras of all course, over the place it, now. And people are, you know 90s. what I mean? You have to be on point, kind of, yeah. Before you go in, bro, do radio, and uh, morning check will be like this, dog. <laughs> We've seen some, though. Old Sluts school morning rock station with a chick. <laughs> Old school morning. Let me see. <laughs> with his hair in his face. Looking like Gene Simmons, huh? Yes. <laughs> and she has her shoes off. He has his shoes off. And she has sandals on. And I bet you radio station with a girl is pretty, but she don't look pretty to everybody else. But me, I know pretty. And uh, she's wearing her pajamas, bro. Pajamas, gloves, glasses. You know, looking like Adrian from Rocky. Aww. Now, now it's different, bro. Now it's totally different. I see. I've been to Fox Radio in Miami, and um, that lady now she puts on makeup now. Before she never put on makeup, really, and she's an older woman. But now she puts on makeup. She looks good because there's a selfie coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's important. Yeah, and they want to know all the shots. So yeah, definitely, it takes me two hours. Like I get up at three and I'm ready to go by like five fifteen. I'm straight. But you have to look like you have to look presentable now, right? Yeah, absolutely. You can't be looking like a rock station anymore, huh? You gotta nope. look good. You, there's, it's just now. It's like social media has integrated so much with radio. It's all about you know what I mean. Like you said, the selfies, the the Insta snaps, the Instagram. You got so much that it's not just radio. So anymore. you're the new generation of radio, man. The old generation, man, you can have ugly motherfuckers, bro. Looking radio. like roadies, huh? Like when they, when they tell you, when they, when they will tell you you have a face for radio, you knew you were ugly. They, yeah, they'll say that sometimes. So like, you'll hear people say, "Oh yeah, they have a face for radio," and it's like not anymore. Like not everybody's, anymore, everybody's on point now. Yeah. yeah. You never seen Ryan Seacrest? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like a little doll, huh? Yeah, the girls are looking like Telemundo, you know what I mean, weather women and stuff. I know, it's the only radio station I see legs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, radio's a good time, though. It is. Yeah, man. You ever work, like, late night radio, though? Yeah, like, I did. Where, I you did. Like, uh, Hello? Anybody listening? I know it's 2 in the morning. The witchy now. I did a 7 p.m. to 12 midnight in Vegas, but that was an exception to the rule because Vegas is a 24-hour city. Yes, yeah, So, um, But it was funny because at one point I had applied for a night job out here in Cali, and I got told, quite frankly, to my face that if I was a guy, I would have got it already. But because I was a female, nobody wants to hear a female at night on a hip-hop show. I said, okay. So I ended up going to Vegas. And I landed the night show. I was the first female uh, radio personality to be on at nights. And I was number one in Vegas and top five in the country. And that was my big F you to them. You know, but yeah, I loved it. I love doing nights. Nights is different. You get all the crazy people at night. You know what I'm saying? Especially in Vegas. Man. Bet, man. We were right off the strip. <laughs> right off the strip. So we got all like all the people that were just with it. They were with it and about it. How old was this guy who said nobody wants to hear a woman that late? When I, when I, was, when I, when I was calling 976 late at night. <laughs> exactly, right? That's the only time I want to hear a woman was late at night. 
yeah. driving around. I hear a crib, little voice. How you doing? This is Mamacita right here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm listening to you. I'm on a 605. You ever, so you ever get any stalker fans? Actually, Guys I Guys who did. go too yeah. far. Oh, I met my man. Yeah, we He was passing our stickers. He was driving the van, eh? No, you know what I did? I actually had one. It was so weird. It was random. It wasn't even like he was such a stalker. But it was a weird stalker. Like, he wasn't even in love with me type of stalker. He was obsessed with just wanting to be around me. So, like... Just talking. He he would steal all the photos from my website. Lingering. And we had to pull down my website because of him. Really? And, yeah, and he would distribute my pictures to, like, his coworkers and stuff through email and be like, my sister's on the radio. And so he made this whole lie that I was his sister, that I was Dominican, and that I was from New York, and that we lived in an orphanage. Wow. But what was really scary was he started having creditors call because he was using me as reference. What? So they started calling the station. Fuck yeah, genius. And then his... <laughs> you would. And then his coworkers, they got... They actually... Put, you know, two and two together, and they called me and warned me because they said we think he's unstable, and he keeps showing you all think? these photos. <laughs> yeah, so no, the radio you. station was going to put a, you know, they were going to give me a restraining order. Yeah, yeah, we didn't, we didn't end up doing that. I just ended up for like the like next six months getting escorted to like some of my events and stuff just yeah. to be aware. But I've gotten some crazy people. Yeah, Where yeah. Where does this work at? In somewhere in West Covina, somewhere in West Covina. Damn, yeah, and they made that. <laughs> Oh man, that well, is way, bro. that's that's like the, the thing about he did good plan it out perfectly, bro. Dude. Yeah, get to know her, get near her. He, then had, he, had, he had like an apartment complex call too. Like I was his reference on everything. In his mind, he truly believed I was his sister. It's that's the craziest crazy. thing. Yeah, and I'm not Dominican. I'm Mexican. <laughs> it's yeah. like George Costanza said, man. It's not a lie. If you believe it. <laughs> <laughs> it isn't, uh, The real poker king. Well, I didn't believe it. Yeah, I'm not signing for nobody. I ain't co-signing for anybody. That's crazy. That yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy, man. Yeah, and then I got a girl one time that was fascinated. Yeah, I got his attention. <laughs> what right? was she fascinated with? She, we were at a club and I was hosting, but I host this one club every Saturday night for two years. I would host it. What club? It was called Cheers in Moreno Valley. I, I done. That's where I started comedy. I started comedy there. Are you a serious? A comedian named Cookie used to uh, run that club. Okay, so I was hosting there when I was wild ninety six, and um, there was a girl there, and I guess one night she just got drunk and she tried to kiss me, and I ended up slapping her in her face. You walk in, has that room, and then has that back, back room, room to the lit. And everything room. would go down in the back room. Yeah. The, yes. Um, the owner was like a Middle Eastern dude yes, with glasses. Yes. Yeah. Yes. His Are name the was Sam. White? Sam. His name was Sam. Are the walls white there? Yeah, fool. Oh, I, and there's mirrors, the and they sell fried chicken? Yeah, yeah they sell fried chicken. They're like fake pouches inside, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I didn't. I don't remember. That one was called Something Beach, like two exits up. Okay. Off yeah. of Marino Beach Drive. I did that one too. Yeah, dude. I remember that one. I forgot what it's Something uh, Beach. Oh, and my that, God. That changed names like three or four times because they yes. used to have radio. But uh, I do remember hosting. that one too that you're talking about, Felipe. But the one we're talking about was um, off of the 16 Pigeon Pass Road. Yeah, right to the left. Yeah. Cheers and handwriting, right? Uh, no. no, it was like oh. in a shopping Across center. the street oh. from In N Out. Yes, across the street. But wow. I remember, yeah, man. I was like, she. I just saw like her trying to come towards me, and I freaked out and I just slapped her in the face. Yeah, and that's from listening to you on radio. Yeah, and then stalking you at those events. Yeah, yeah. God, damn. It was weird, and she called. It was so gross. She called me her butterfly. Whoa. That was the weirdest thing ever. She must have been. She must have finished watching um that movie. <laughs> Cocoon. Um, the, the, last, the, last, <laughs> the last emperor. Oh my god. <laughs> She is my butterfly. She do MC yes. <laughs> I'm so mad that I don't know what that other club is that ended oh, with beach. Dude. Ah, 
Okay, I'll figure it out. There was another club, I don't know if it was Marino Valley or Hesperia, that was owned by Egyptians. Was that Tap Daddy's? I was Tap Daddy's. All t- were they all Egyptian guys? Yeah, and Tap they, Daddy's. They had, they had comedy there too. And it was so huge, like one yeah. room was kind of small, the other one was but big, it was, yeah. It was red, but they were real nice guys. Okay, yeah, I got kicked out of there. <laughs> I just stand up there. Because that other club got shot up. And then that's not Cheers, the other one where they changed the name after that, dude. Yeah. But that's the one that has palm trees in the club. And then, like, on the stage, there's palm trees with the name. Something Beach. I forgot. Oh, I forgot. I'm so mad now. Back in those days, Moreno Valley was trying to make it happen with the club scene. Oh, it was popping. Because a lot of people from L.A. went to Moreno Valley. Yeah. And a lot of people that got kicked out of L.A. went to Moreno Valley. Was there a called Rumors up there? Rumors? Um, I think that was in San Bernardino. Yeah, yeah. yeah. San that was San Bernardino. Yeah. Tremors, no? Tremors. Oh, I remember Tremors. 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 Margarita no. Beach or Margaritaville? Yeah. That's what it's called, Margarita Beach. Oh, I is that what it's called? Yeah, okay, over okay. there in Marino Valley. That's what it was called. Yeah, see, we all know the club scene. Damn. Do you remember the, let me throw it back, Riverside Club Metro? Yeah, Club yeah. Metro. Meet okay. a hoe. Yeah, Yes, it was called Meet a hoe. Meet a hoe. Meet a hoe. Yes. H-E-N over. Yes. There's so many people that died in that parking lot. <laughs> and inside yeah. the club. Yeah. I've witnessed yeah. a really good fight here. Or getting shot. Just getting blasted on. Because, like, there was, like, there was a Mexican in there, and then there was West Side PJCs. Like, there was a lot of shit happening, drug deals. Well, it, what it was was, too, they had a room. So, like, they had these multiple rooms. One was a hip-hop, hip-hop. room. One was Deep House. One was Rock. Rock. One was Rock in Espanol. So, you had right. all these different types of people in one Coming area. Coming together. Yes. That was fun when the clubs were doing that because it changed everything. Before, it was just one scene. Mm-hmm. But it was cool, like, to go to, like, a hidden door, and there was all hip-hop. Oh, yeah. And it was dark. It was like, you could tell, because this is oh, hip-hop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you go to another place, a bunch of um, posers, dancing to <laughs> rock and espanol. Oh, totally. Yeah, my nine, a, a song over and over. Yes, Chumana. Toca loca, find us otra vez. And then when, you were on that scene, man, where you were talking about it, when um when everybody started, everybody was starting um, quebradita cruise. Oh, yeah. I didn't do the quebradita. Nah. I, I did the party cruise. Yeah, yeah. Party cruise yeah. afterward. It, mine was uh, L for L, Latinos for life. We used to be like, L for L. You know, when I was in high school, we had party cruise too, but I wasn't in one of them. But it was a bunch of them, right? And I know that um the fucking the guy, Mezcalito, from East Side of the River, his mom was in a crew called Dreamers. And it was five chicks. And every time they would show up to a party, everybody, oh, the dreamers are here. <laughs> right? <laughs> and then there was a, another chicks that were younger than them. They were my age. They were called the Ladies of No Return. <laughs> it was like from that song, To the Point of No Return. Yeah. Oh, yes, I remember <clears> that. <throat> and then, like, they would pass by, and my friend, Baby James, would say, Nobody wants your, your bitches back, anyways. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> you get mad. So, Savage. in the party cruise, what. What did those people who had a party crew do? Did they promote the party? They invited people? We would people? throw parties. You would throw, would throw the party. charge. Like, you'll charge. Like, okay. those people would, like, get a, a maybe sometimes they're a, a small party crew with no funds. Mm-hmm. They'll have a house party at one of their friends. It was the biggest house. Mm-hmm. When nobody's there, like, they'll move all the furniture out and you'll party in the living room. But if you were, like, a party crew, like, big party crew, like, Teddy Boys, you know, or those guys, the, the what was Alfonso and them called? Negocio Inc. Negocio Inc. I never heard of that. Negocio Inc. was huge. Negocio Inc. They had the the money to hire a DJ to rent the the club. Dang, they were the baller ones. They were the baller ones. And they had a comedy night at Rosemead, Negocio Inc. And the guy was just like a, yeah, man, they had had money. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, we didn't. We weren't the ballers. We would throw the parties and be like five dollars, you know, and then ours was cheap, man. Um, one it was a house party in the projects. 
one dollar to get in, but if you have a good record, we'll let you in free. Oh yeah. <laughs> It's a good deal. Yeah, right? my, my friend Baby James Repos was standing by the door, and he was a DJ who goes, yo, yo, it costs um, a, a dollar to get in. I don't have a dollar. Oh, my God. Yeah, you, you, well, your mom got a new old, your mom got new, new old album, man. Uh, she got some. She, she got some Ohio players. Bring that shit over here. We're going to mix that shit. Shout out to the Ohio players. Hey, what about the hop, though? You're just taking me back. You know what uh, I mean? I love the hop. That was the only place where you can hook up on a mom and a daughter. <laughs> The Puente one's gone, right? Yeah, it's gone. Lakewood's still there? Lakewood, bro, you over there, man. You don't just fight Mexicans. You fight Samoans. <laughs> Fool, every time we used to go to the Lakewood Hop, at the end of the night, Greg Townsend would always show up. Yeah, You don't the, remember that? the Raiders. Really? Yeah. Oh, he was picking up at the end. Uh, he was getting oh, the stragglers. Uh, he was like, that I got to get him drunk. They're already show, drunk. Show up. With his big old Super Bowl ring from 1983 and rested on Chepo's head. Right, right, right. <laughs> Always there at night with a sport coat at the end of the night. Chilling. Yeah, man. The that? hot was my shit, man. That was my yeah? favorite joke. Oh. I was like two or three times, man. Be- a veteranas. Is that the hop in the song, the hop? Yeah. It, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was born by the Righteous Brothers. Oh, okay. Yeah, I wouldn't know about the Righteous Brothers. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> No, I had the time of my Oh, I know that song, yes. Yeah. I don't know another song. You no, lost oh, you, that love I and think feeling. the engineer just shook his you, head. You lost that the biggest song ever. Top Gun. You lost that love and feeling. There you go. Over whoa, here. whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Did you guys see the Grammys last night? Uh, I did not watch it, I'll be honest with you. Oh no! I'll watch it's Black okay. Mirror. It was like the lowest rated. That's yeah, what I heard. Ever, ever. I don't know yeah. who's who anymore. Yeah. What do you want to really gonna... watch? It. No, 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 no. Uh, we were just we were talking about it over there earlier this morning. We were talking about how Kendrick didn't get album of the year. Yeah, it was Bruno Mars. Yeah. Right. So we're just. But they were saying it was the lowest watched ever. There's some horrible ass performances, right? Yeah. There's some of them were just kind of boring. Right. But do, do they live sing or are they live? Mm, there were some that was that was kind of live, huh? Like Rihanna did her Rihanna did her thing. Shout out to Rihanna. She did her thing. Have you met her? Uh, no, I haven't been able to meet her. I love Rihanna, though. I would love to meet her, though. Um, no, but it was cool. It was just, uh, you know what? I know now I have to watch the Grammys um, I, so, so I can fast forward. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know, DVR it, watch it then, and then you just fast forward through the others that you don't want to watch. We, um, Lisa and I, we turned the TV <laughs> on to the Grammys, and there was a, a band playing that we never heard, and right away we changed the channel. <laughs> Yeah, I don't even know who it was like a country band or They're something. Horrible yeah. man. Well, they asked Cardi B, I guess, on the red carpet if she was excited or something. She was like, "Yeah." She's like, "I got butterflies in my stomach and in my vagina." <laughs> I, want me a, I want me. I want me a Roman lettuce. I want me a, a Caesar salad with Roman lettuce. A Roman lettuce. <laughs> and the Romans do it. Right. That was funny. I saw a video of her talking about how they messed up her Caesar salad, and she said, "Um, they messed up my Caesar salad. It was had mayonnaise on it." I want to see the salad the way the Romans ate it with Roman salad <laughs> and salmon. I'm going to give it to you how the Puerto Ricans eat it. How about that? Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't see how somebody like Bruno Mars can win for that album when that album is such an, like an homage to older music. You know, it was all super influenced by, you know, Sting and Morris Day and the Time and like all of those songs that he had on that album were kind of derivative you know of that kind of music but mad throwback yeah more beyond a throwback like it's like am i listening to but it was new, it was new vocals right it's strong enough to where they had to have sting on his 
performance last year or whatever, whenever he did that big performance, like he pulled Sting out because it sounds like a police song. Who, you know, who the are, older song. Who are new artists? <clears throat> uh, oh my God, I just had it. Um, Alicia, yeah, Alicia Cara, which is kind of mad. We were kind of upset because we wanted SZA to win. But what, yeah. What's she saying? Tijuana, na, na, na. No, that's... <laughs> my grandma got deported to Tijuana, na, na, na. I can't eat her more tamale la la la. That is not a song, Felipe. Tijuana na na na. <laughs> no, it's a song. Nobody sing that song. Havana. Havana na na na. Tijuana na na na. There you go. That's that girl, uh, Camilla. Camilla. Camilla Bea? Yeah, she sings yeah. Havana na na na. She had a beautiful speech, by the way, last night. So it was kind of dope. But I just thought you guys, I was like, what was the speech about? Being a being Latina and standing on that stage, and um, you know, being a she's from you know, her parents are immigrants, and she's like, you know, what was she babe? like Mexican and Cuban or Mexican Cuban. Puerto something Cuban. like yeah, and and she was just very proud to stand there, and it just felt dope as a Latina that we're like, yo, you're on that stage, you represent all of us at that one point. Hell so, yeah, yeah. Unless you do something bad, then we don't know you. Hey, Dave Chappelle <laughs> got best comedy album. That was the coolest part. I didn't even get nominated. <laughs> Man, motherfucking we need new people on the board at the Grammys. Come on. I know. Yes. We deserve it, though. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. That shit was Yeah, we're calling he it, though. We, I, think he might, I think he might even host next year because, I mean, come on. He practically co-hosted this year. Yeah, man, but that I don't know. that The new host was like kind of a little dead spot on. James Corden, uh, yeah. it was. It, I think Dave Chappelle did his thing, but yeah, he did win Best uh, Comedy Album of the Year. I think Ch- half the people watching the Grammys probably don't know who James Corden is. Yeah. They don't watch his show. Nobody, nobody in LA growing up we used to watch his channel too. That's the channel used to come out the worst on my television. <laughs> channel two with that. Like if you didn't have cable, the, cha- I'm gonna tell you right now, man. What the hanger. TV, you could throw your TV out the window, bust it open from the back, plug it in, and Telemundo still comes in clean. <laughs> <laughs> Telemundo is the best looking <clears throat> channel, even if you break your television. You break your television, you'll never see CBS and NBC ever again. Yeah. You need a fucking super antenna for that movie. <laughs> like when I, when I was on Last Comic Standing, I told my sister I'm going to be on Channel 4. She goes, Channel 4? We never watched that channel. <laughs> your sister said that? Oh, my God. It's true, though. We never watched Channel 2 growing up. We grew up in the projects, so you can't have no big antenna on a freeway on a fucking roof. So Channel 2 was one channel that never looked good on my TV. Channel 9 and Telemundo were perfect. And 11, too, because it was kind of a little hood sometimes. You 11, know? yeah. 11, KTTV. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 11 will come through. 11, man. We want to see cops. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. So, um, you ever worked at the red carpet? Is that something you like to do? Like, just stand out there and talk to people? Have you done that before? <laughs> I love red carpets. I do a lot of red carpets. Uh, Yeah. Red carpets are really crazy. I mean, I think it's different for, for you, Philippe, because you get to walk the red carpets, you know? For us, we're on the other side, so we're fighting for the interviews. And it's weird, because if you notice, pay attention, all the artists will walk kind of fast, and they're like, hey, hey. You're like, no, 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 hold on. I need to I need to ask you a question. So, it's a little bit more savage doing uh, working the red carpets. I love it, though. Um. I get off on that. Like, really. we're, we were on a red carpet with uh, Veronica at the. Um, Shout out to Veronica. Yeah. <laughs> Super Sonic. And uh, we were at the um, the, the one for. Um, Den of Thieves. Den of Thieves. Oh, that, I wasn't invited to that one. Man. Thanks, you, Veronica. You didn't miss much. You <laughs> <laughs> heard? <laughs> that movie was too long. Was it? I, I think they even gave the director a line in that movie. <laughs> 
no, really, how is it? Because I got to interview O'Shea Jackson Jr. and, of course, uh, Pablo Schreiber that play in Den of Thieves, but I haven't seen it yet. But when I interviewed him, it sounds like they're talking about it. It's Joe, but I'm like, okay. If, if I would have saw that movie when I was 14 years old, Den of Thieves, if I would have saw Den of Thieves when I was 14 or 15 years old, I probably would have thought that was the fucking best movie I've ever seen <laughs> because there was a lot of shooting. A lot of fucking shooting. It's like heat. Opened up like that. It's like heat with a with a worse script. You know what I mean? But as an as an older man, you know, who's seen a bunch of movies like that, you know, right. Reservoir Dogs, the the, the Reservoir Dogs is like know, the all ultimate, the yes. Heat mm-hmm. and all the bank robbery <laughs> movies, but then you watch that movie, you know, I'm too old probably to watch a movie like that because I know that when I see and now I can see, okay, that piece is from Heat. That line was from Shaft. You know, no I, I way, know. no way, but not that movie, like that. It took 14 years to make. Get out of here. O'Shea, O'Shea, O'Shea Jackson started that movie when he was eight. <laughs> <laughs> so now he's 22. He gets to close the movie. Gerard Brown was in college. But I'll say this. The movie has a very good surprise ending. Where that where that makes it look like there's gonna be a part two, which I hope there isn't. Oh man! Oh man! <laughs> but yeah, it's good, man. It's a, you never knew it was gonna end like that. But also, man, it's like like come on, man, you really you gonna break into the Federal Reserve and get away with it? Yeah, that's true too, right? You hear what happened to JFK, right? <laughs> Oh my goodness. I feel bad because when they came in, they hyped it up so much that I was like, left that interview like, man, I got to watch this movie. This movie's about to be sick. And then Philippe Esparza is like, wah, wah, wah. No, Cece, don't go. <laughs> it's been out for three weeks. She still hasn't watched it. <laughs> I've been busy. I really want to see it. What do I keep saying? Let's go to the movies. Let's go to the movies. Let's go to the movies. Yes. It's, man, that movie, like, it's, the movie was um, all shot. It's all based in Hawthorne in Los Angeles. But if you've been around the world and la, la, la. You know that that movie is shot in a bay. Really? <laughs> like, oh, I recall, there was, there was a, a, a chase scene. I don't know if you're, you've been in Oakland or you've been in Oakland. Yeah. Remember that bridge that's on top? It ain't the 105. That's the fucking, the, that was the fucking, um, the 808. And I knew right there when they were driving, I said, that's Berkeley, bro. <laughs> I believe it's like I called it. Don't be telling me it's Hawthorne. Yeah, I know Hawthorne. Don't tell me it's don't tell me it's Harbor area and I show MC Bancho in the streets. <laughs> That's with Chamorita. No one ten. Oh man, we gotta do something like that, but Latinos, you know what right? I mean? We gotta do something like that. Den of Paisas. Weren't they supposed to be pro- protesting the Oscars, a Hispanic group? Um. Well, the Grammys just passed. Maybe the Oscars coming up shortly. Or, yeah. I mean, the Grammys. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. <Oscars> <laughs> Somebody the pro- there was Latino protest in the Grammys? Yeah, dude. It just was very um I just don't think there was enough uh representation there at yeah, the Grammys was, for us, yeah. There's only always the little couple, huh? Little three. I think well, they there was Luis Fonse to... and uh Daddy Yankee. Yeah. Dude, yeah. I couldn't get... believe those despacito didn't Yeah, <clears throat> Despacito, yeah. They get relegated to the Latin Grammys instead. There you, you go. You know, that's the thing. True that. But even though you know, the submission for Latin Grammys and uh, I don't know, not American Grammys, but you know, English speaking Grammys, American I guess. They're, uh, the submission is the same, and there is no difference to them internally between the two. But they have two separate shows and two separate awards. So maybe my comedy album will be nominated for the Latin Grammy, too. It will. It will. I think it has that to be in, in Spanish for that. That's the thing. Are you? Yeah, yeah really? I think so. But what if you're a, a Spanish person who speaks in English? They'll still put you in the Latin Grammys. Pa, like pa. Jennifer Lopez, the regular Grammys, though. She's been on both. Yeah, she's between the both sides. Huh? Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. I don't know her. if she's been nominated for an, an American, whatever you call it. English was suavecito. That was on both. Suavecito? Got ignored. Despacito. Oh, Despacito. Oh, yeah. Got ignored. I was like, Suavecito. I was like, that's old school. Yeah, I remember that back in the day. Suavecito. Yes. A little cha-cha to that. (laughs) You remember? Come on. Suavecito. cha-cha. A little cha-cha. That's malo, right? Suavecito. (laughs) That's the one I, that's the only one I know. I thought it was Tierra one or two. (laughs) Three. There's two Tierras. Yeah, right now. Yeah. The brother broke up. What was the drama behind that? What was I the drama? Cheats man. <laughs> I wish I knew. <laughs> I think it's a money. There, there, there's two wars. There's a war, the band war with Lonnie. Lonnie, the original singer. Right. And then there's Lowrider. Lowrider band. Yeah, that was a little confusing because I saw that too, like on a flyer recently. Yeah, Lowrider is the actual band that used to play behind Lonnie from War. Mm-hmm. So, but I think Lowrider is a horrible name if you're going to be an extra war band. Your name should have been called Cisco Kid. Huh. Then everybody knows. Oh, Cisco Kid, that's a fucking dude from war. But with the, with, with the deal they have, Lowrider cannot pronounce or ever say that they were from war on radio stations. Yeah, Are they you can't serious? Say the, form, the, the, the guys formerly from war, Lowrider, no, 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 no. about no, slipping no. into war? No. <laughs> you cannot mention war at Guerra. all. You can't even mention the guys who don't like Lonnie. Damn. There's a major beef for, over oh, there. There's yeah, major. That that's is the case. Touchy as fuck. Yes, might not want to touch that. <laughs> yeah, man. Because I, I used to be known as the guy formerly, oh, oh, form, the guy who formerly used to open up for Fluffy. <laughs> not even Felipe. <laughs> You're like the two Gallagher's, huh? The brother. Oh shit! Remember that? Yeah, dude. Yeah, man. Still remember Gallagher? He had sold his act to his twin brother or his brother. Yeah. He was called Gallagher too. Shut up. Yes. Are you serious? He had a suit to get his name back to be the original Bat Gallagher. Yeah. Because the other brother smashes burritos. What the hell? <laughs> That's his, just his, so... his brother, he smashes um food, but with a little um, chipotle chillon, like a chipotle. <laughs> <laughs> That's just so weird, but that's, but that's true right there, though. Yeah. That's crazy. And the dad took the side of the brother, dude. He did? Yeah, fuck the family up. Oh, yeah, there's major heat. That Christmas dinner is just really awkward over there. <laughs> yeah, right, did he. right now in the uh, Philippines, there's a girl who looks just like you, calling herself Ceci. Oh, man. <laughs> Ooh. Ceci, the Filipina Latina. The, yeah, the Filipina Latina. Huh. The Filipina mamacita. <laughs> hey, man, if she's making some money, I need some. I need my royalty check. Did you ever work with that guy? Hey, this is Theo right here in the morning. Did you think that motherfucker was black, too? I yes, I did. He had me food. I oh, thought, man. yeah. I used to listen to him only because I like the voice, and that's the kind of voice you need to, for late nights. Ninety-two point three, the beat, no color lines. No color. Yeah. Ninety-two point three, the beat. This is your man, Theo, <laughs> and we're gonna slow it down right now with some Ohio player. Too. You lower that, turn on that hot water, light that candle. This Theo is here to make you feel good. You know, all the women. Oh my God, Theo! Theo, I love you every day. He finally he makes a guest appearance. Man, oh, who is that Asian uh, motherfucker? Yes, on um, Moesha. Remember yes. that? He made oh, the shit. guest appearance on Moesha. Yes. And that's what everybody was like. Theo is Asian? Oh, my God. We thought he was black. I thought, I don't know. He was a Bobby Lee character. <laughs> <laughs> he was so wrong and so out of line in so many ways. <laughs> but Filipino. Yeah, he's a Filipino dude. Is he Filipino or... Yeah, because Edwin used to do the joke about him. Castillo is his last name. Yeah, Castillo. Oh, okay, I didn't know. I thought he was like Asian, like Chinese Korean. or something. Yeah, maybe Korean or, or something. Mark Fernandez. 
Yeah, no, but he had a great voice, and uh, I don't know where he's at anymore. Did you see that a lot growing coming up in radio, like a, a person pretending to be a black woman or doing like a paisa voice? <laughs> you know what? It's so funny. Venado. I got a call from. Um, I actually got a call from Philadelphia back like almost like nine years ago, and they wanted me to do radio out there, and they offered me a substantial amount of money to go do radio out there. But the only concern with them was, we need you to sound more urban. So I said, well, what's urban? My family grew up in Compton from Linwood Watts. I was like, you don't get as urban as me. So what are you talking about more urban? They're like, well, you know, we just need you to be just a little bit more. You know, the city's more urban. I said, you need me to be more black? Is that what you're saying? Black? You can say black. And uh, they're like, well, yeah. And I said, I'm not. I said, I'm a Latina. I'm from South L.A. But um, if you want somebody to sound black, you might want to go ahead and hire a black radio personality. <laughs> that might be your easiest but choice. But the lightest we find. <laughs> And I couldn't do it though. It would have ruined my career. One, yeah. if pe- listeners would have saw me, they would have they would have thought I was a sellout or, or that I was faking the funk. Yeah, and it really would have messed up my career. So I had to decline it. And I did actually refer them to a really dope African American radio personality that kills it. And they but hired her? No, they didn't hire her. It was crazy because she's she's awesome. But um, yeah, they've asked me to be different ways. I remember too. Believe it or not, I got a the same person that actually told me that they didn't want me at nights. Um, it was like, hey, Cece, <laughs> you know, the listeners love you. They think you're awesome. They relate to you, you know, in, in the sense of, you know, your personality, your feistiness. But, you know, mostly our, our listeners are Latinas and you have no kids. So we were stupid. wondering. And here's the the stupid part. You know, radio is just about acting. It's smoke and mirrors. So with that being said, well, let's build your character as a single parent. But I don't have any kids, so what are you talking about? Adopt one. What's going to happen when I'm in the community and they're asking me about my child that I'm talking about on the radio and I don't have one? And so they were trying to come up with that, and I'm like, I'm not doing it, I'm not doing it. And I went home and I told my mom, I think I'm going to get fired because I refuse to be anybody other than uh, I am. And they, they ended up letting it go away. But, you know, they did ask me. They wanted me to pretend that I was a single parent. I didn't have any kids. I said no to that. I put my foot down. And then I, uh, a few years ago, I got asked to be, you know, Cece, your your character on radio is the home girl. And people love you. But I would like you to be the type of girl. How do I put it? You wouldn't F a guy unless he drives a Mercedes Benz or a BMW. That's the kind of girl I need you to be. And I was oh. like, oh, so you want to ruin my radio career because I drive a Nissan Versa. <laughs> like, there's just no way it's not it's not happening. Get it real, dog. Yeah, it's, it really is what it is. I'm not going to do it. If I can't afford a Mercedes Benz or a BMW, I'm going to hold somebody else to that. Like, it's not going to happen. And I fought again for three days, went back home, told my mom I might get fired because I'm going to stand in what I believe in. And later on, they, they said, well, just let you do you. And a year later, the same person apologized for me, to wow. me and was like, you know what? I'm sorry I did that. I know now that that was a good move that we didn't go that route. Damn, Isn't that crazy? Who's this genius, eh? That right? Would, <laughs> that would have been crazy if you would have took that job in Philadelphia. You would have been Thea right here. <laughs> Thea right here. And you know I'm just chilling here. Junior, shut up. Got my baby right here sleeping under the bed. <laughs> Got my baby outside sleeping in the DJ booth. Throw the baby at Not that I noticed that um, right now you say that and it, it's kind of messed up. You say that they want you to act black, and I'm trying to think right now. The last black female DJ now laying, I can't even think of one. Um, Cheryl Strawberry, Pat Prescott still in LA. Um, I'm glad you give me some. I need some. I need some names. Yeah, Shirley, Shirley Strawberry was. Um, she did. Uh, I think it was 92.3 The Beat with Steve Harvey. And she did the strawberry letter. I remember that. 
And then uh, then it became like, I remember at one point it was like 100.3 jams or something. I don't, I don't know if you guys remember. Or something like that. Mega 100.3. Oh, yeah. Mega. Do you remember George that? Lopez was on it. Yeah. Wow. Old school. He yeah. Was, so was Gilbert, the, right? Maybe before. Gilbert Esquivel, right? Yeah. He was in the afternoon. But I think those two, those are the ones that I kind of grew up on with. It was Pat Prescott and uh, and with Shirley, Shirley Strawberry. And then um, then you had like your Marcel Visage. Um, Nautica Dela Cruz, I grew up on her. She's still at KJLH, and she's half Latina, half Puerto Rican, and half Jamaican. So, yeah. And right now, it's a lot of Latinas. All I know is, um, yeah, your coach here with Mark Seclarini on Coast 103.5. Remember, Mark, Mark Seclarini is oh. still there. He's been there, like, for 25 years. Is that easy jazz or something? Yeah, coast? He, no, he, coast. he is, like, uh, the Arlo Bowl for old white people. No, for reals. Mike Seclarini, I cannot believe you even said that. I used Dude, to listen to him in the seventh grade. I used to come grade. up with so many jokes about him. He'll start <laughs> off like, damn, I, I would listen to the Coast. Yeah, right now we got Barbara coasting in Ventura County and... And she wants to give a message to John, who is coasting right now in Virginia. And I'm gonna, and I'll stop and go coasting. This motherfucker's cheating on her, Virginia. <laughs> You're bad. She wants to sing. She wants to um. She wants to coast with um. You make me feel like a natural woman. Right? <laughs> Mark Sacklerini. I don't even they know. Get, they have what he looks like. We have Art LeBeau. <laughs> Yeah, for real. Yeah, for we real. Do. We got Art LeBeau. Because on Coast 103, everybody's coasting. Everybody. Art LeBeau, everybody, she's over there um, cleaning. and Or locked yeah. up. Or locked up. Yeah. Shout out for Folsom from, you know, I don't even know. I wonder if Art LeBeau knows how many hits <laughs> he fucking put out on the radio. <laughs> I'm sure like, he, he does. He probably put out, like, he probably, a lot of messages were hits. Because sometimes I would listen to his messages. Wait, 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 wait. It's not like somebody's gonna get shot right now in Compton. <laughs> yeah, we, I'm sh- we, we have, a, we have, we have a, a, a listener right here, Snoopy to to, to Killer from from South Central, eighteen with a bullet. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, we shout out shout out to uh, Killer out there in Tehachapi. <laughs> we have a message from from Folsom from Snoopy to to Lola in South Central. Mac the knife. I listen to the ball. <laughs> And I love my oldies. You know I what I hate about? Lie. You know what I like about fucking Art LeBeau? You've been a what, fucking li- reading Spanish names for 40 years. <laughs> Can you pronounce one right, motherfucker? <laughs> Art LeBeau is like, I think he's like 96 years old or something. You can't oh, even yeah. pronounce Rodriguez. We got Rodriguez here. He's in his 90s. I know Come, that. I don't Rodrigo care how old he's here, man. He should be <laughs> pron- if, if, if Ben Scully can pronounce a fucking Spanish name, so could you. Vizcaino. Like Ben Scully would be like... Fernando Valenzuela. And then um, our little Valenz. Valenz. Valenzuela. Valenzuela. Yeah. <laughs> Rodriguez. <laughs> Love it, though. I got to say, shout out to our I'll little old school, man. We got Huggy Bear here. Is he on every Sunday still? Yeah. He's on every Sunday, and he still does all his concerts. So, yeah. Uh, he's, he you know, he started doing shit, uh, yeah. radio in a, um, at the drive-in. Yeah. Back, I think I want to say, like, in the... 40s or 50s, something like that. Damn. Yeah, crazy. yeah. And uh, when I read that book, um, I'm dying up here. The, the stand-up comedy movie. movie. <clears throat> he used to own the comedy store before it was a comedy store. Zeros? Oh, he did. When it was Zeros, he owned it. And um, during when um, he used to lease it to the Mitzi Shore. And uh, while, while the comedy store was in its heydays in the 80s, it was making a lot of money. They were trying to buy the buy it off him. 
and he didn't want to sell, and they finally he they buy it off him. Oh, that's crazy! But he owned the whole shit, the whole comedy store. Oh damn, that's crazy! I didn't know that. Now I can go back because you know we still work with him. Yeah. So I can go back and say that. Yeah, Art Lebeau is. Uh, you can listen to him on K Day every Sunday night. All right. That's cool. A- I didn't know he'd moved there. Yeah, he's been at K Day. I want to say for the last maybe four years now. Oh really? Mm-hmm. He's still on late at night though. Yeah, he's on. I think it's like Sundays at six o'clock from it's, six to twelve midnight. Is that show recorded or he actually is there? No, he's um he's it's a live show. However, he's not in the building. He's, I want to say, in Palm Springs, and then it's just... Uh, he has an ISDN line. Yeah, he has an ISD line, and so that's what they're doing. And we have somebody that runs the board, but it is live. And the calls are live or just recorded? They're pre-recorded, yeah. We have to be careful. Can't really go live because if they cuss, and it's like a $25,000 yeah. fine. But he's been in business for a long time. Right? He's like an icon to these people. Huh? He's a, he is a legend and icon to people like us in radio. I, I think just to the community in general yeah. because people grew up on him. We all know Art LeBeau. So, but in, as a radio personality, and when you get to talk to him and meet him, it's just it's something different. You yeah. know, You have to have respect for people that have paved the way for you. Oh, yeah. Ask any diabetic cholo. He'll let you know. <laughs> I tell you, man. Who, who, yeah. who, who do you pray to? God or Lebo? Or Lebo, Holmes? He's good people, Holmes. He always promises me everything. <laughs> he shows me love every Sunday night. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you guys are too much. Do some Lebo, bro. I don't know even how he, how he talks. Hey, about... this is Art Lebeau. And I know, you're listening I, I to heard the Art one... Lebeau Connection. Oh, yeah. Hey, this is Art Lebeau and you listen to the old connection. I'm 100 years old, though. <laughs> Uh, this is Art LeBeau, and you're listening to Felipe Esperanza. There you, oh, my God, you sound just like him, yes. I haven't heard him in a long time. And he pronounced my name the same way. <laughs> well, dude, I remember, I remember the only time, memory I have of him is saying in the spars, but calling him Esperanza. What the fuck, dog? You're like, the old what? man is glasses. Come on, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he he like, he's, he's, he's he looks like the old Groucho Mars now, huh? Uh, Who does he look like? Well, he's like, he's not even, I don't even think he's five feet. I think we're seeing a hologram. I think he's 4'10", maybe, or something like that. Yeah, he's a little dude. Super little, yeah. Because he was on- 4'10"? He did a big old show that the mouse went to over there at uh, Glen Helen Pavilion, which is now the San Manuel Pavilion. Uh Uh-huh. A little oldie show. And they brought him on stage, and he was really small. Yeah, very. But he's the nicest guy ever. Ever. Yes. I did a show with him in 98. Back in the days at Pudding Stone. Pudding Stone, where was that at? It's a it's a park, big park. I don't even know I don't know the name of the park, but it's over there after fifty seven. It's a big it used to be called um they used to have um in the eighties, I remember watching it on television, they had like it was like one of the first plays that had a water lot uh, one of the first water parks was San Dimas? San Dimas, yeah. San Dimas, right? Yeah, yeah it's no, called Sandim- Raging Water. Raging Water, but not Raging Water anymore. Before <laughs> in the days it was something else. It was called Lake Elizabeth. Or Lake, Lake Dolores. Lake Dolores. Yeah, it was like a water. It was a water park with actually metal slides, bro. <laughs> Damn, metal, bro. So if it was hot, you're sitting there, you're burning your skin. It's yeah, over, it's over, exactly. man. You cook bacon on it. And um, I remember he was hosting a show, and it was um James Brown was there, the coasters, and I opened a show and I got to meet James Brown. Is that where you have that brown coat with the little the little fur on top? The, yeah, the I remember that how picture. cool was that? Was like that how picture? how was James Brown? He had the Caesar hoffle. Man. <laughs> like how <laughs> how was haircut. he? Was he nice? Was he down to earth? He was, he was nice. Cause they introduced me as the comedian that's performing. <laughs> <laughs> so real quick, James Brown, this is the comedian that's performing before before you go up. All right, man, man. You go up there, man. You you get that shit started, man. And he just turned me around. But man, Seeing him was like, um, you know, 
I would say like um, meeting him. I guess people have the same meet the feeling when they meet someone great that they like, like the Pope, you know, or right. someone being the president. But I felt like I was meeting the president of soul, bro. Oh, you can't fuck around yeah, with that. That's a He's super legit. Right my yeah, nipples yeah. are hard. I got the chills. <laughs> I don't want to fuck thing. up my line. So I just shook his hand and walked away. And man, dude, he was big. He's bigger than life. He and I got to talk to it. I got to talk to his, his homeboy. The one that put the cape on him. The hardest working man in the show. Are you serious? Business. That's like his hype man. You know what yeah. I'm saying? That was He's his hype man. He's been there forever, dog. Try the greatest man. We're going to talk business. Give it up for the whatever, right? He would put the cape on him. And him and I were talking. And, man, it was good. And then when he, when he, went, when he, when he was leaving, motorcade. Really? Two f- cops in the front. Two cops in the back. White limousine with two flags. And then the, it was a, some 40-year-old white chick with a big boobs. I love, I love you, James Brown. I don't know if it was set up, but it looked good. Get on up. So, so meeting him, Godfather, so I, I get it. But, like, who is that? Who's the equivalent to James Brown in comedy for you? Everybody that I grew up with. Paul Rodriguez, probably. Paul Rodriguez, yes. I couldn't talk to him the first time I met him. So the second time, I just brought him a drink and I sat down next to him. Da- got, down he, to earth or cocky? He got up and nah, he's somewhere cool else. Fuck. Yeah, for real? Oh, that's true. He would have been cool with me. I don't understand <laughs> these, commu- these people who are... Who who say, oh man, George Lopez was rude to me. Oh man, Louis C.K. was rude to me. Or Carlos Mencia was rude to me. None of these people have been rude to me. Oh, that's crazy. They all called me. By, when Louis C.K., when the first time I met him, he called me on the phone and told me how funny I was. And then when I met Paul, I, I guess these people, when you're a fan, it's different because a fan doesn't know how to act. A fan will try to touch his hair. <laughs> You know, pinch him or right. ask for shit. Trying or, to give you a movie or, idea. Or the worst, show up with a script. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or <laughs> well, they're trying to tag up his jokes. Show up with, or try to Fuck fucking pitch here. a fucking movie. Or pitch a joke, right? Yeah. I got this real funny uh, one. You should use it. Paul, let me tell you about this fucking movie I got. Okay. When Paul, when Paul does the show, he gets the fuck out of there. George does the show, he gets the fuck out of there. Because they don't want nobody to talk to them. They, heard it right. they don't want to hear no thing about, hey, man, my... My sister dying of cancer. She's right here. We need a thousand dollars. Cause people beg. How many beggars you have? Oh my god! <laughs> how many people tell you? How many people get sad? Like your mixtape. Hello. Caller number thirty-five. Sorry, you're twenty-five. Fuck you. <laughs> oh no, I get the. Oh come on, Cece. You know I just lost my job. I'm struggling right now. You know it's been hard. Pay I really my rent. need this. It's. I get the sad story, so I kind of go through the calls fast because when I first started radio, I would ah, listen to every sad story. That's me. And then I put them on hold, and I'd walk to the promotion director. I'm like, "Is there something we can do? I feel bad." That's and me. And they're like, "See." A thousand people are gonna call. We can't do that for everybody. You got to get through the calls fast. And so I learned, you know what I mean. Learned my lesson. But I, I want to help everybody. I, I feel like, oh, they're going through every, some really hard times right I'm now. Sorry, bro. We're sold out. But man, if you like show up at the end of the show and hang up by the merch room, I'll fucking make you laugh right there, bro. <laughs> the show's sold out, bro. I cannot get you in, man. But when the show's over, sneak into the theater, bro, and hang up by the merch room. Merch think, table and I'll show up. I think the worst part though is like when you have a concert and the day of the concert, everybody wants to call you and Lisa, ask for tickets or ask out? to get in. And I'm just like, <laughs> why do they do this the day before the con or the day of the concert? You know I'm, what pissed me off more than oh, the fans calling me, me up? Family members. Yeah, it's more. Yeah, it's a lot of family members and friends. Like you just realized he was coming here tomorrow. My fucker, I'm about to go up on stage in one hour. <laughs> you think I'm gonna fucking get out of the green room and go talk, go to the fucking box office? <laughs> We're here. We're standing up. We're right in front. Come oh. see us when you walk out. We're to the right. Oh, and then you tell them you can't. 
Oh, you're Hollywood now. No, yeah. motherfucker. How could it be Hollywood? <laughs> if I was not famous, if I didn't have nothing, I still wouldn't have went out of my way to help you. <laughs> right? Come on, Sassy man. You know Chris Brown. I love tell Chris him, Brown. Tell him we want to have a barbecue for him. <laughs> have you ever get that? I get it all the time. Cece, just tell Ice Cube we want to take him to dinner. Yeah. Well, it's funny because like my boyfriend works for Snoop, so everybody thinks that we can just call Snoop up. And they're like, um, can you call Snoop and ask? And we're like, what? Excuse me. It doesn't work that way. So you, you, your, your, your husband knows Snoop? He works for What's Snoop, up, bro? Hook yeah. Me up, hook me up with some Louis Thirteen pre-rose. I just get it. I'll take it. It's like you want to. You, you start off being a nice person, but sometimes you know, and hey, some people know how to use take advantage of that. Oh, everybody does. There's a lot of people that that uh, take advantage of it and try, and it's just like, or I get the I get the ones that try to use. Like reverse psychology on me. Like, oh, I see that you guys are giving away Ice Cube tickets. You know, I've never, ever got to see him in concert. I've never <laughs> been to a concert. You know, I love Ice Cube. That's so good. I wish I could see him. And then you feel bad and you feel guilty. And you're like, okay, they're low-key trying to ask me for tickets, you know? CC, you don't understand, man. <laughs> it's our anniversary. I get it, too. I understand. My mother, my, my wife, she takes care of seven kids by herself. <laughs> she never been anywhere. And she's not gonna be anywhere. And I just wanna, I just wanna make her happy. You know when that person says I wanna make her happy, I feel like saying, "No, motherfucker, you want me to make her happy." Yeah, exactly. You failed already, dog. You failed. I gotta pick up. You I gotta suck, pick up where you bro. left off. You're trying you're to get it. You're asking for tickets and everything for the show. That yeah. means you fucking suck at the boyfriend. Yeah. You suck at the husband. You suck at the person. You don't care about your girlfriend. You don't care about your wife. You just want shit to happen easy. But you know what's even worse than those people, though. The people that want to get on stage and perform with you or, or want to oh get on stage and they're like, God. hey, let me open up. Hey, go ahead and let me open. What, are they, what is it going to take? And you're like, what? Ceci, I just need two minutes to say this message. Our five, stage. Five G. Yeah. Five G. I want to say a message about DACA before you go up. <laughs> oh or how about 10 shout outs to people? <laughs> Give me a shout out. after your... Ceci, I, I know you're a busy woman, but if you could just <laughs> a shout out to the Pacheco family. <laughs> Who drove from Temecula. That one always kills me because you have to do an hour of material. And in between that, do they think you're going to stop for like 10 shout outs? Exactly. To remember 10 shout outs. There's people that came for a reason. I'm trying to remember an hour going of on. material. Ceci, we have the same name. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Never forget. You, you're blessed to have a platform. You know, that's what we Ooh. need. We need that. You Who already know. It? Yes. Exactly, exactly. The fuck so, yeah. out of here. <laughs> or, or you get these Latinos that fucking get, did five years of college, got a sociology degree. Good for you. A philosophy degree, <laughs> but, uh, awesome. but got no job. But they're asking you. Yes. What, what are you doing to represent our people? Oh, I, I, you know what? You get Have the you people that are like, what are you doing? Or you're out there. We did a walk for the homeless, and they were like, oh, my God, you blocked the streets of L.A. And it was like, listen, either we participate or we don't, but... I do I do community events every freaking month. What are you doing? You know, I it's just people always rely on you. They yeah. want to rely on you to carry all the weight. I noticed that I've been uh, this morning you didn't even mention DACA once. <laughs> <laughs> Ducking out on your ass. It's like like we're not going to save the world. We're, we're, we have <laughs> we have jobs. You know, no, at the end of the day we work for a corporation. Yeah, I try I to explain that to people. I work for the improv. I, I, I work for power. I work for Katie. Like, at the end of the day, I'm like, do you have a boss? I have a boss, too. And I have to appease my boss just like you have to appease yours. You know what I mean? So it is what it is. But, yeah. 
Yeah. Like, you gotta tell the people, say, see, at the end of the day, I just want my fucking card key to work. That's it. I just want the <laughs> What about your job? Work. Yes. I'm just trying to, you know what I'm saying? Pay our bills and live life just like everybody else. Listen, man, I do shout outs, but only for envelopes. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Tax them on those shout outs. Oh, God, <laughs> people are too much, man. Everybody I noticed that I noticed that your station doesn't give up free rent for a year like like for <laughs> la buena. Oh my god. No, 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 no. We got we do a lot of other things, but yeah. I've done that. I paid people's bills before. And then you pay their bills and it's not enough. It's, never, it's enough. never ever you enough. When do door. you stop? Yeah. Well, one last thing before we go, man. What's up? I should probably how the how, somehow the same motherfucker get through in the line. <laughs> you know, I have a girl that does that, and she goes, and that's all she does is she stays home and she calls radio stations. So she'll tell us like, "Oh, I'm coming to pick up tickets from K Day and Power, and then I'm gonna go to Kiss FM across the street." And we're like, "Damn!" She's like, "Well, this is what I do." That all she does is stay home and call radio stations, and she wins tickets, and then either she sells them or she gives them away. It's so crazy. Like That's that, crazy. and she gets in all the time, and then you'll get people that are like, "Oh man, I've tried calling you for two years and I can't get in." In my yeah. head, I'm like, "Why is this girl getting in every single week? What the hell is she doing?" She has Verizon. <laughs> <laughs> she had nothing else to do, right? What's, yeah. what's <laughs> up, Food Podcast with Ceci La Mamacita? Listen to her on Part One Hundred Six and in the morning at yes. K Day. Yes, from six Tell to ten. Tell her what you're going to be on. Um, I'm on the J Crew Show, Power One Hundred Six, from six a.m. to ten a.m. And you guys can follow me social media at I. I am CCCEC Valencia. Shout out also to that home hero that works in us, Jeff Garcia. <laughs> oh, yes. Fan. Yeah, the sports dude, the Jeff Garcia. Widow. He's actually the show producer, too. Yeah. You know, I worked for I uh, worked for Jeff Garcia, too, when I did mornings, uh, but he was a comedian, not producer. Okay. What the fuck, dog? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck, dog? Like, you know how much money I make from fucking Jimmy Neutron? I don't even fucking oh need this job. I fucking hate those fucking hoops. <laughs> I don't even I don't even know why I fucking do radio, man. I, I could fucking sell out a fucking show, man. Make more money than I fucking do right now. See my fucking tax returns or what? <laughs> my fucking wife is fucking leaving me again. Oh, make sure you guys go ahead and follow me at IMCC Valencia. <laughs> my fucking breath, my like tobacco and ass. <laughs> Hey, really quick, congratulations to you. Last week I couldn't go. I got pulled over. Somebody stole my car tags. So I got yeah. pulled over when I was I wanted to go and taste your chilaquiles. Oh, that sucks. Oh yes. God, yeah, I got pulled over. Somebody stole my car tag. Keeps it real. You got to do that little <laughs> slash through it. Show them the registration and then see it's paid for? They still gave me a fix-it ticket. Oh, what a Yes. Dick. Yeah, even though they said your your tags are up to yeah, date. You got to do a little, little slice through your tag. I know, I know. Hey, have so you ever seen those people that works. steal the slices? <laughs> no, what? Yeah. That's not real, is it? Slices? Yeah, no, they take each slice. They take each slice. <laughs> Shut up. I'm are not you fucking serious? with you. Oh, my God. I make a little tear in my head. rip a little... Pith at a time yeah. and then put on a little wax paper. Oh, that's what I would on. do if I didn't have tags. Believe it's scary that you know all this. <laughs> hey, man, I was not always in comedy. He's, he's like, we have Nardo Instagram? Yes, at IMCC Valencia. Thank you guys so much. Same thing at IMCC Valencia. Did you go to Torres? Any shows? Uh, Naples, Florida this week. Lisa, any shows? Tonight. Tonight, me and her. All right, we go. <laughs> What's up, fool?